Good morning. Yeah, and, and happy Father's Day, man. Uh, no, that's that's always a powerful thing. I'm I'm down here away from everybody. I talked to my dad yesterday, um, and he was doing he was doing pretty well. Um, so you no, know, I think they have some cookouts and whatnot going on at back in South Bend. So it's it's a good time, and of course, it's always great to to have another episode of the Dash Podcast. Um, sponsored by your credit coach, Massive Action Mondays, every Monday and Friday, uh, providing with challenging, meaningful, significant conversations. So this is, this is going to be good. I'm, I'm excited today to talk about that one thing, um, that one thing, how it adds up so much over time. And um, I, I, I was just telling you, I started The Alchemist. I started reading The Alchemist yesterday, and I just finished... Um, part one and I had heard of the alchemist before but I didn't really how I heard it was just turning everything into gold but I didn't look at that in, in whole concept and theory um, and like in practice and looking at your situation and making it gold so I'm only in part one right now but it, it's some some powerful omens as the book would say uh, to start off in the first few pages can I say for anybody out there that has read the alchemist type Type your favorite part about it in the comments or mm. whatever you're reading right now. Type whatever you're reading right now into the comments, you know, because I think that it's great that you picked the pebbles. That's a really powerful book. And right to the, to the theme of, you know, the one thing, the things that you can pick up out of a book is out of all those pages, if you're able to just take one positive thing out of it, one thing that helps to, you know, sharpen your message, to For clarify sure. your path just that little bit more, that one thing out of a book that you're reading can make all the difference in the world. So, if you're reading something right now, what is it? What do you love about it? That's that's good. It's it's uh I mean it's it's excellent thus far. Well, and let me say something else about reading too, because I know reading is difficult for a lot of people, and and I struggled to read in first grade, and and still have to go back pages sometimes to read. Um, starting to read two years ago when I graduated college. Um, it, it would take me an hour to read 10 pages. So I would just read 10 pages a day. You know, So for everybody that's like, the book is too big or it's too long or too hard, just start off with 10 pages or five pages or 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes. It's okay however much you read. Just get one or two pages in um, slowly and surely so you can comprehend it. But, but I've seen so far, it's, um, it's, it's interesting because it's very familiar. I think it's a it's a path that I'm on myself, you know, not necessarily with the sheep, but in moving and searching for your purpose and goal, um, finding that treasure that's in the in the gardens of Egypt or the desert of Egypt. I think that's something that um, anybody searching for their true meaning or, or calling or purpose or whatever it is in life is going to relate to that journey. So I definitely see it. And I see that as I continue to walk on this path and as my purpose continues to grow, it's not so much as a thing as it is a piece of art or a work of life or the actions every day over time. So I'm interested to see where it will go. I think I've listened to and heard a lot of people around the book and read these kinds of books. So I'll be curious to see if I'm right or wrong or if I'm just arrogant and thinking that I already know what's going to happen. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you read, I don't know, saying that you think it's a matter of things being turned to gold. I think that is a, for me, it's a powerful. The power of that story is what it shows in terms of the power of what you're able to manifest. If you get to that point, and I'll leave it there for you. I'm not going to 
Yeah. Anyway, let's jump right in. You know, uh, again, everybody, we're happy. We're very grateful for everyone that's on with us right now. If you're on, just send us a little like. You know, share this with, um, with your, on your page, with your friends and your groups. Um, and what we're doing right now is we're going to be talking about the one thing. Right now, Massive Action Monday is all about really getting very clear about um, what it's going to take for you to actually make movements in your life right now that are going to lead to the results that you want overall. And Monday morning is the best time to get started with that because, again, we have a whole powerful week ahead of you. And if you jump into it today, right now, in a way that's going to help to open up everything, you know, uh, everything else, you could end up this week with tremendous, tremendous success. And that's the goal. That's the target. And we're doing everything we can to push you forward. And you're also doing it for us. So thank you very much for being with us. Thank you very much for, you know, being consistent as we are here to try to be consistent and persistent in this pursuit of our greatness individually. Hopefully we're able to add something to yours. So Trey, why don't you take it away and jump into, uh, jump into it. Yeah, man, I'm I'm posting right now. I'm I'm trying to follow up and listen to you too. Posting that one thing, man. We're talking about opportunities and expectations today, and um, you know, we can even preface that one. I think we'll we'll probably continue digging into the alchemist today because I think that's a lot of um, what what is seen in this book as well is the way that he's manifesting these opportunities and manifesting his expectations and changing them um, on the fly, on the go, from one place to the other. So there's that. And then um, when I mentioned uh, this past Wednesday, I had the opportunity to give a message at a youth revival for K Branch Missionary Baptist Church down here in in Hartsville. And um, I've given a sermon here or there, but never really from the pulpit. So I was really excited uh, about the message that was going to be given. I knew the text that I was going to be in, 1 Corinthians, but I didn't necessarily know what the message was. Um, I called it faith and focus, but as I was being introduced and as the, the pastor was, was getting us ready for the message of the day, two things stood out, and it was opportunity and expectation. And so that I changed it right there on the spot because I think um, it's a harvest time. It's time to grow. And, and each Monday or every day we wake up, it, it's time to get it while it's ripe. So I, I had to switch from that faith and focus, which was my goal and my theme for the last 90 days, again, the way I set goals. But for this coming up, for these next 90 days through September, it's about opportunity and expectation. And not the opportunity or expectation from anybody else, but the ones that are being set and created and manifested um, in my own mind, with my own time, with my own spirits and things. So, so that's where, where I'm feeling today uh, and in this season, for real, for real. Well, opportunity, in episode four and five of the podcast, you'll hear a conversation with myself and my father, who's a judge in northern Indiana, Andre Gamage, and he, he talked about how different his life would have been if he had a different father. And so many of our opportunities in the world do not come because of who you are or anything that you've done, but it just becomes your situation and your circumstance. So there's almost a privilege that, that you get to have in, in being born a certain way. Um, a term that, that's been tossed out previously by a friend of mine has been um, black privilege. And I thought that was an interesting concept that I had never heard of. Black privilege, yes. And, and it's... That's, 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 that's,
it, it's interesting in the way that I think about it. I mean, I don't know the um, the actual definition, but the way I think about it is um, a lot of times what's missing is a black middle class. And what I don't ever see where I live at now and, and really in general, unless you go to Atlanta or, or some other chocolate city, is a, a black middle class. And, and I don't necessarily mean in money, but I mean in mindset. And that might be, um, I have light skin, so I can go places and people will give me different opportunities. Or I have this father or that father or mother. Um, and there's just different things that happen that give me a privilege because I'm black. The, the slave uh, nigger versus the house nigger. There's, there's different kind of feelings that you have that end up kind of being a privilege in a way. And so when you have a privilege, it's important to be an ally with that privilege and to create and help other people for that. So in your purpose and uh, everything that you do, you have an opportunity through that work to, to share your privilege with, with other people. Um, so I guess a, a long way to shorten that up and condense it, you create opportunities with, with what you manifest in your head and, and how you choose to live your everyday life. You, you create them, they're created by your actions. Well, you know, they do have that they do have that famous saying that says that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. Right? And a big part of that in terms of opportunity is that I think that when you think of opportunity, there's something that is gonna come along at some point or another. Right. I think that depending on what resources you have to to bring to the table or what kind of connections that you have can really impact how regularly those opportunities do come around. But still in all, I think that what you, what all you can do really inside of this concept is to really be in a position that when that opportunity does reach you, that you do everything to grab it with two hands. For sure. Whether that's a call from your boss where, you know, there's more work to be put on the, on the table, right? That's an opportunity for you to outperform expectations and then from there be in a position that you get compensated for what you've done and who you've yeah. become. Because there's so much more power in finding the solution than it is complaining about the problem. Yeah. Right? And a lot of us tend to, you know, focus in worry and complain about things that aren't working. But there are those moments that might not look like opportunities, that might look like more work, might look like an additional challenge, might look like another roadblock. But what they are is opportunities for you to show different ways in different um um, Facet, you know, yeah. Coming, right? It, and it ultimately comes down to taking that opportunity to, to overcome more and more challenges because the more solutions you find, the bigger your tool belt is. Yeah. The more ways that you can be effective in the world, and the more ways that you can be effective in the world, there going to be the more people willing to pay you. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm getting a little excited, so one of the first things I need to do is calm my butt down so we can actually have a, a conversation. Um, but I think another a, a good word to put with the opportunity is create opportunities. And, and Denzel, and you'll hear it everywhere, people will talk about how you, you have to be prepared for when opportunity knocks. Um, one of my good friends said that you'll, you'll be amazed when you step out on faith how many doors will open up that you didn't know you needed to open. So a lot of it, reading The Alchemist or, or developing yourself personally is not so much about what you're going to get immediately, but the opportunities that you'll be ready for when those doors end up being opened for you. Um, because what, you're, what, what I'll see in The Alchemist is that a lot of things 
Um, a lot of the blessings or a lot of the, the great things and even hardships that happen in my life don't happen because of something that I've necessarily done. Um, I got a text message last night from a speaking engagement over a year ago that said they owe me something. Now, I don't know what it's going to be when I go pick this up today. It might be a dollar. It might be a thank you card. It might be a million. I don't know what it's going to be, but that's not something that I expected. That's not an opportunity that, that I counted on, that I looked for, and I still don't know what it is, but that's an opportunity that I'm ready for because... Um, when you work and when you when you put all of your your heart into something into an opportunity that you want, the world has a way of conspiring to help you make it happen, and that's how opportunity comes to happen. Um, so you you know you think of the the greatest opportunity in a day is the fact that you woke up this morning. If if you get to listen to this at any point in the day or any point in life, and you that means you got out of bed on your own. And that you sat up on your own and that you got up and brushed your own teeth and made your own bed. And if you did not, if by some chance you're still listening to this by some other way, somebody in your life cares enough to help you have the opportunity to listen, to hear, to grow, to experience. So that's where the, the greatest blessings and opportunities start. From there, that's, that's your ground point to say, what am I going to do to make this opportunity worth it and valid um, in my life? And Shoot, that's a that's a great segue um, into expectation because when you're looking at what you expect for your life and what you expect for the world, your opportunities are going to do a, a lot to dictate your expectation. If if you're um, a fourth grade teacher and you expect your nine year old students to sit still for forty five minutes, you're going to be frustrated every day of your life because your expectation is wrong. If you're a father and you expect your, excuse me. Well, no, that's that's it. Go ahead, go ahead. So, are you saying that people should lower their expectations? How do you think that people should approach their expectations? That's a great question. I've heard it both ways. I hear Tony Robbins say that you should eliminate all expectations for your life and eliminate rules for other people. Um, and I hear other people say that they are so hard on themselves and they set their expectation really high. I think the most important thing is to know what your expectation is. That's, that's the problem. If I ask you what you expect of yourself, it'll be a roundabout answer. Tell me what it is, Trey. What, what's your purpose to help people find their purpose or to do this? Tell me something specific. As long as your expectation is specific, I don't care what the bar is. Um, somebody's success or somebody's expectation might be the best mother in the world and i love that i want a woman that's gonna that wants to be a great mother is that a is that a high expectation or a low one i mean it depends on who you ask um so there's a great book by Mandino that says there's there's two definitions of success one do other people think you're successful two do other do you think you're successful um, and only one of those definitions matters. So when we're talking about expectation, it's yours. What's going to help you get to where you want to go? If that means setting for the moon, set it for the moon. If that means one step at a time, that's one step at a time. You know, pick pick your flavor um, to drink. <laughs> you know, just make sure it's got enough for you to, to kind of ride with. I had that. I had that. All right. So, I mean... So from an expectation standpoint, so I know that I set really high expectations for myself 
how do I how do I set high expectations and put myself in a position that I don't end up beating myself up if I don't reach a goal, or I don't get frustrated if I'm not as far off, or I don't get um, everything done in a particular day or a week or as yeah. I like. I think it's. I think that's again. I think that's defining um, what it is you want. When you have your your daily journal or, or one task, I write down what my three tasks for for the day are. And when I complete those tasks, I know that my expectation is complete. So it's it's unrealistic to think that I'm going to do everything right every day. It's unrealistic to think that I'm going to get everything done every single day. So there's there's one thing to have. Um, a phenomenal expectation and there's another thing to be realistic and understand burnout and, and stuff like that again it, it's your flavor but what I've noticed is that the closer you get to um, thank you Ramina um, the closer you get to aligning what you do with what you love or, or not even what you love but um, how much you care about your work I'm not even gonna say it's something that you need to love how much you care the expectation goes together. I know right now I'm not, um, I'm not, I, there's always more I can get done. I, I know that. There's never a time when I can just sit down and relax and know that there's nothing, that, that doesn't exist. Um, so I can't expect to be going all the time. But when I do sit down and I look, I'm pro actively progressing towards my worthy ideal. That's Earl Nightingale. Um, success is the progression towards a worthy ideal. And when you're progressing every day, when you're getting 1% better every day, that's an expectation that's that's realistic and that's life-changing. Um, when you look at 1% over 365 days, I mean, that's pretty great. You can be three times the person by getting 1% better every day. That's, that's very powerful stuff. That's very powerful stuff for me to put down um, that... I tell her that I write things down as well. And that's that's true because like you're saying, like the measurement of growth and the measurement of what you should expect for yourself, I think that a lot of the times, like for me, I look at things from like the big picture standpoint. Right. Sometimes it, uh, I get lost on the reality that in my big picture, just because it's not right here, just because I'm not right there at the big picture, it doesn't mean that I haven't come from here. Yeah, like, yeah. steps towards it, the expectation should be 
completion, but there's, there's, there's real, real power in starting and moving forward. So don't lose sight of the fact that you've made it a lot further than where you are today, even though you might not be where you're ultimately meant to be just yet. That's a, that's a great point. I, you hear Gary Vaynerchuk talk about reverse engineering stuff. Shoot, I got a little lag. And he'll say, like, you, you start with the end, so you get your big goal, but you go back and you see what's, what's the smallest step I can take. And so that's why the, the question for what's my expectation, that's why it's difficult because I see the tall expectation, but my first thing is what's my first step? You know, before I can make the decision that I needed to leave my job to, to pursue my lifestyle, Two years ago, the decision was let me fill up one row of books. Let me read enough books to where I have 50 or I could read 50 pages in a day. The, the, the steps start really small and though they grow. It grows from let me read this book to let me host this event. Let me host this event. Let me start my own company. Let me, and it grows from really small to exponential. That, that's two years. Um, and that's a process I've been documenting myself for the last year. So I'm hoping to have that course out in August or September, so stay tuned for that. And and what I've learned on that journey too is it's not so much about what you get and we can't set goals for what we get. It's the alchemist is not about what you get, it's about who you have to be or who you have to become to achieve these things. So I'm I wanna make a million dollars, a hundred thousand, fifty, whatever. I wanna change my circumstance. Okay. Cool. I see what you want. Who do you have to be to make that a reality? Who do you have to be to, for that to be your truth? Um, and, and what kind of, what steps do you have to take to get there? So, so when you look at somebody, right, mm -hmm. and you see, you might not, have you ever, meet, you ever see somebody, and then you don't see them for a while, but just based on the way that they come off inside of that first five minutes of reintroducing yourself to them, you can tell that if it's been five years, that it's been a fruitful five years, mm. or it's been a, a hard five years, or whatever, because my friend Fred has this quote that says that you're born like you're, you, when you're born, you look like your family. When you die, you die looking like your choices. Mm. Right? And, and the problem with that is that ultimately, like, who you become and who you are is going to show every single day along that journey. Wow. So if, you had, wow. If you had a rough weekend, you're going to look like you had a rough weekend, right? Yeah. If you've been, if you've been working towards something and you're in the midst of your transformation, there's going to be a moment when people look at you and see, yeah, that guy's success. Mm. Whether you have it yet, whether you've done it yet or not, your whole being is going to embody what that growth of you is because now you've gone from being who you were to what your destiny you know, a little more of a new kind of a person. So, yeah. if you've been working towards something big, you're just a bigger person than that regard. Man, that's if, real. If you know, bad habits, then you're going to look like these bad habits. So, ultimately, you are ultimately what your dreams are. So, For if sure. you're a million dollars, you're going to be a and if you're willing to put in the work, it increase your expectations of what you mm. yourself. Mm. That's a good one, Chad. That was um that was profound right there. I, like, we need to make sure we get that one in, in some writing uh real soon for, for everybody. I think that's 
there's great places to go. When you look at opportunity and expectation together, those are both things that you can define, create, and manifest yourself. So I, that's what, what I think it all comes down to is, is your decisions. And I think you just summed that up very well. You have to work harder on yourself than you're doing anything else. Um, people don't like personal development because it's too personal. It's too close to the heart. They, they don't really want to hear it. But the way to grow, the way to exceed is to, to get into yourself um, and find out how you create the opportunities for yourself and set, decide specifically what your expectation is. The more specific you want your opportunity, the more specific your expectation is, the more specific you, the opportunities that you will create for yourself. Um, and it's that it doesn't get any more simple than that. Like, get out of the way. Say, tell the world what you want and move. Start working towards it. Pick you up a book. Take your smallest step. Write your journal. Decide what you want. Write it down. Tell everybody and get out the way. Um, that's, that's the most massive action you could take this Monday. There you go. Yeah, and thank you for tuning in. As always, challenging, meaningful, significant conversation. Thank you to your credit coach for sponsoring this episode. You can check out the reruns or the audio version on SoundCloud and TreyGamers.com. And we'll be back next Friday and next Monday. This is The Dash.